What's up, guys? Welcome to Free Flow Friday, a time-efficient episode each week on the Invictus Mindset Podcast, where we explore popular topics, navigate current events, and peel back the curtain on health and fitness. This week, I chat with Invictus founder, CJ Martin. CJ, welcome to the show, man. Hey, thanks, buddy. Doked to chat with you today. We're in the middle of the CrossFit game season and semifinals are underway. There's been a lot of changes within the landscape of the sport. You know, first and foremost, what are your thoughts on all of these changes within CrossFit over the last last couple of years? Yeah, I mean, it's been interesting. I, I mean, I've been doing this. I was at the first games and I've been at everyone as either athlete, coach or something. And um you know, it's been it's been really cool. Like, you, I think people forget gr- large scope how new CrossFit is, and when you have an emerging sport, change is bound to happen, right? You're trying to optimize things. You know, pop up. Obviously, COVID was a huge hiccup, um, and how they run these events has to change. And so, I think it's been cool. I think that um, you know, part of part of the mindset, of course, that we teach is like, you you're not going to control all that, so you're going to figure out. All right. What do we need to adapt and uh, improve on so that we can be ready for whatever is thrown at us? So um, this year, super interesting where you got two standardized workouts with CrossFit and then who knows what the you know or event organizers are going to throw together. And we've seen some very different events in the semifinals. Um, and I love that in the same way the affiliate system allows for creativity and it allows for some people to really rise to the top. And maybe it allows for some others not to do so, um, but that's okay. You know, it's, we've got to figure out uh, how to get to the best practices. And so, you know, we, we just try to embrace it, right? We don't love everything about it, but uh, you just embrace what you can and, and move forward. Totally. In, in comparison to years past where all of the workouts got released a little bit in, in advance and people got to practice and in, in subtle ways become specialists at those six to eight workouts, what are your thoughts now that each semifinal, you know, obviously the two workouts are the same, but then some of the other ones are very, very different. What are your thoughts on that? I actually, so I've never liked early releases. Um, I, I really, and from a pure training perspective, when we think about how we train athletes in the gym, I don't want them just repeating the same workout over and over, right? We try to be you know, pay attention to structural balance and, and not overload certain movement patterns. Um, and anytime we have early releases, to me, it's like we're just training for the test instead of training to be the best, most well-rounded athletes we can be. Um, so I'm never a fan of that. Um, even with the Masters, right, we just finished with uh, Masters semifinals and, and the older age group has seen these workouts for like two to three weeks. And um, you know, for me, that's just, it, it, it takes away part of what is so special about CrossFit, which is you have to be ready for anything. Um, so I would always prefer that our athletes just show up, the test is announced and it's go time. Um, because I think that's what we try to prepare people for. And I think there's a mindset element to that too, is like, we're not going to freak out. We're not going to practice. We're not going to just do the same thing over and over and and when events are released early, it's really tough to you know to to not do that. You're, you're gonna you're gonna get some touches on it. You're gonna practice it. You're gonna figure out your splits, all of that. 
um, it just takes away some of the fun of training to me. For sure. You kind of hinted there at, you know, how you traditionally write program design, which is to ensure that athletes are capable and ready for anything and everything. And Invictus Athlete has had tremendous success for 12 plus years now, whether it's individuals, whether it's teams. Long before I was ever a part of Invictus, I followed a lot of the Invictus programs. There was great variety, great structure, great progression, and great balance overall. Can you give a little bit of insight as to, you know, what Invictus Athlete is and how it pertains to, you know, athlete development and what it looks like now? Yeah, of course. Um, let me, uh, I'm just going to take a quick aside on that, which is um, part of like, we've had incredible individual athletes, right? We've had, you know, people that have stood on the podium at the CrossFit Games, you know, Camille and Kristen and Josh Bridges and all these people going way back. But at the end of the day, the teams are the thing that I'm most proud of because, you know, those people, the, the individuals we've coached, they're so phenomenal, right? Like that they probably, they, you know, of course we like to think we help and all that, but you know, they're so good. But what's, what teams speak to about Invictus athlete is we have, you know, six or four athletes that are totally different. And we've done this for 14 years and put teams in the games every single year. Um, and for me, that's, that's kind of the proof of the pudding of Invictus athlete. And when it comes to writing the program, that's where it gets interesting. If I'm writing just for an individual, I know what that individual's strengths and weaknesses is. You know, it's pretty simple, not easy, but simple to say, okay, we're going to structure a program to optimize this one human being. When you have a team and you train in a group environment, right, you have to create the flexibility to do that with each athlete, right? So if you think about, you know, Sam Dancer and Jen Ryan, who you know just competed as masters, right? They still train together. They train with the, our teams and all of the rest. They couldn't be more different as athletes, right? If we think about you know our team members this year, Jorge Fernandez and Brittany Weiss, right? Very different. Like Jorge's strong as an ox, right? He has to improve his engine, right? Brittany's so skilled and her engine's so good, but we just had to bring her strength up, and so we have to create a template that allows teams and individuals to train together to get the core, you know, their primary training that they can do together and then have subtle tweaks where Jorge may be doing more aerobic enduring stuff and Brittany might be doing sprint intervals with some strength element, something like that. And so that's been the way we've written templates for our in-house athletes, you know, for a decade or so. Um, and Invictus Athlete was just the outgrowth of that to say, okay, let's just put this online. Um, and when people ask about Invictus Athlete and some of our programs, they say one of the biggest differentiators is we do the programs we put online. <laughs> and I, I know that sounds funny, but it's like we have to see proof of concept. We see every single day in the gym how are our athletes responding? Was that too much? And oftentimes our in-house athletes will run it a couple weeks ahead so then we'll even be able to tweak and optimize better for our online athletes be like, Whoa, that was way too much. They couldn't finish that workout. Um, and so that's been our process is, you know, Hey, what is the template that everybody needs? Right. And then, and then what are our avatars 
of really strong athletes, what would they need different? What are the what are the athletes that are still bringing their strength levels up? What would they do different? Um, and then so we use those avatars to then create customizations and tweaks in the program. Um, and then we give those different tracks as options, right? So we have our primary training, everybody could do together. And then, you know, somebody may come off and, and their, you know, the last portion of their workout might be an aerobic piece, or it might be gymnastic skills, and another athlete might be doing some accessory lifting. Um, and so we just try to create those, uh, those options so that everybody can stay together in a training group and still get what they need. It's so fascinating how you describe it as simple, but there's such a unique art to it for sure. And also the unique ability to customize to the individual to enhance their weaknesses, but still enable everybody to train in unison. And, you know, you and I've talked about it often, how you're the byproduct of the people you spend time with and, you know, enhancing the training group enhances the individual also enhances the team. And it's so cool how you guys have continually made that work with all the various and unique personalities that come in and out of the Invictus doors. And I mean, I think we're both very excited for Granite Games coming up this weekend. We've got two teams headed out to Minnesota. What are your thoughts on uh, predicting some things? And, uh, you know, what, what can we look forward to this weekend? The, you know, Team Invictus and we have Team Invictus Unconquerable. And in years past, right, we've had three teams at games, uh, you know, several different times. And um, and then two teams, I think, every year for the last, like, seven years or something like that. And this year's a little bit different, right? We have Team Invictus is they're firing on all cylinders. And this group has been so fun. And they've been training together since, what, November or December, uh, Josh L. Chalma came, came down and um, they've just created such a great synergy. Um, and, you know, we expect them to do well. They're great athletes. Um, there's great competition at Granite Games. Um, you know, I think probably much stiffer competition at Granite Games than we've seen at most of the uh, semifinals so far. Um, so, which we love. I think it's going to challenge them. It's going to make sure that they're, you know, ready to go to the CrossFit Games, assuming they earn their spot, and we expect them to. Um, Invictus Unconquerable is a really fun blend of athletes who have experience, like Eric Carmody, who's been to Games, you know, for forever, right? He's been doing this for 10-plus years. Um, you know, and has been on very talented games teams. And then we have people that are brand new. So Holden Rethwell's wife, Emily, right? Brand new to CrossFit, phenomenal athlete, like super, super uh, talented and enduring, but skills are brand new to her. Um, you know, Allie Weiss, who was a team champion, but then took years off CrossFit and then, you know, kind of got talked in like, hey, come back and do this for fun. And, you know, and so she's an experienced athlete. And then, on, on you know, the other side, Lalo, who's one of our coaches, awesome coach, but new to CrossFit competition, has never really uh, been a large CrossFit competition. We took him out to Wadapalooza in January, and that, I think that was eye-opening for him. And so, uh, you know, with that team, it's just awesome. It'll be fun to see him out there. It'll be fun to see the, the newer, you know, people to the sport uh, getting that first taste, and then it'll be fun to see kind of the veterans guide them along. Uh, for you know, sure. Really 
I'm not sure it's been their goal. Eric's, you know, is, uh, having a baby, I think, right around the time of game. So I'm not sure that their goal is to, uh, to, to get there. But, you know, they're going to go out. They're going to have a great time. They're going to work hard. And, and they're, and... Totally. And certain things in life can cannot just be talked about but must be experienced. And this is one of those things. And it's very cool to see, you know, one of our teams make it this far and then obviously put themselves out there and, CJ, as we wrap things up, speaking of the Sea of Green, I can't help but throw in that uh, the Boston Celtics closed on Game 7 last night, oh, and we're going to see Boston versus Golden State. I know you're a big Steph Curry fan, and so what are your predictions for the NBA Finals coming up here next week? I got Golden State in six. Okay. Um I like Boston. My son was rooting for Boston because my wife is from New England area, Rhode Island. Oh, so we have a little uh, in-house rivalry. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, but he also loves Steph Curry because I pounded into him, like watching how he hustles around the court. He's always moving without the ball. Um, so it'll be really fun. It'll be fun to, uh, to watch with my son for the first time an uh, NBA championship where he's super into it. I dig it, man. For those of you listening, thank you for taking the time to spend with CJ and myself on Free Flow Friday, where we discuss popular topics, current events, and peel back the curtain on health and fitness. CJ, thank you so much for your time. Looking forward to doing more of these. And for those of you listening, please rate, review, subscribe, and share with your friends. As always, stay on the hunt for who you've not yet become. Take care, CJ. Thanks, buddy.